Everybody and welcome to another episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Spigett Givanisi, and joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man. How's business? Somebody touch a boss. Spigett. <laughs> Spigett. <laughs> oh, my God. Watch that clip a million times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, dude. Good. Uh, really good. Uh, really I think good. like, yeah, towards the end of December, I kind of got my shit together and I'm just feeling it. I'm cr- crushing. Yeah. Um, hashtag hustle. In what? <laughs> In uh, specifically? So we are oh so close to launching Lasso, mm-hmm. which I'm super excited about. Yep. Massive progress in the last like 30 days. Um, I have like, I had this monstrous backlog of LMM work that has become... Like a week or two of things I need to do. Cool. Where, what? What uh, specifically? Like, what's one task on that list? Well, like people paying us. Like, I just like wasn't invoicing people. Uh, I wasn't like there were all these opportunities, and we had this person that was working with us that sucked, and I got mm. rid of them. Figured out what the hell was going on. Got it. Someone else is doing it now. Mm. I'm pretty excited about. It's just like. I don't feel like I have a million things to do that I haven't done. I feel like I'm pretty on top of it. Good. That is really good. As I just like make a hand motion. Yeah, that's a good now. thing. The hand motion means that you <laughs> you feel loose. You're loosey-goosey. That's right. Yeah. Could I be like the beer. It. <laughs> it's probably the beer. Uh, all right. Well, that's good. It's good to hear. How about you, sir? Oh, I'm kind of... I told you uh, the other day, I'm kind of sitting on my hands waiting for Lasso to be ready so that I can start doing my big media marketing push thing. So I'm like kind of gearing up. Meanwhile, though, uh, all day yesterday, I conmarried the shit out of my house. (laughs) (laughs) I read the whole book. I watched, I only watched one episode of the show on Netflix. And I was like, oh, yeah. we didn't read the book. But we watched the whole season. The whole season. Ah, I couldn't <laughs> do it. It was just so. Well, I love how like they're like, lesson three, paperwork yeah. or whatever. It is the book. You can pretty much gather it from the, from the show, but uh, from one episode, really. I just hate reality television so much. Oh, it, their thing is so good, though. It's, they do such a good job. I'm sure. I just can't. I'm just. I watched the first episode and immediately within like five minutes, I was tired of the couple and I just started doing. Mm. I just started pulling shit out of my kitchen and throwing shit away. <laughs> well, the first the first episode, that couple, I was like to to the wife, I was like, come on, like take ownership on something. So you're so I should watch more. You're saying? Yeah, I think it's better. And you know who really makes a show? Marie. Okay. The translator. Ah. Her name is also Marie. Oh, really? Yeah, I wonder if that actually had to be a thing. Mm, or sure. I, don't, I don't know. Like, she only would work with... Anyways. People. Yeah, well, I, I, I did that all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. The whole house. I did it all in one day. Damn. It damn. was stressful. We, we did mine and Laura's closet in one day. And that was like, we were exhausted. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not a big clothes hound. And, I, and I've been pretty either, good too. But we t- we did what she said. We took everything out and put it on the bed. Yeah. And one by one, and it took a long time for me because there were things that like, oh, that's nice, but I have yeah. no idea if it fits. Yeah. So I have to like try it on. Did you did you hold each item and like hug you, it? Yeah. Yeah. You hugged it. See, I mean, it's no. part of the process. Did you really do it? Yes. I mean, did you, uh, for for the first hour and then we stopped. Right. But, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you thank each piece and go like, ah, uh, thank you. For whatever, <laughs> maybe that happened to One Piece. All right, yeah, I didn't do any of that shit. I was just throw. I was just like throw it away, throw it away, throw it away. They're like, this is your grandmother's ashes. Throw it away. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I've been doing that. It's not very business related, but it's clearing. My office is still kind of a mess right now because I'm in the middle of like selling a bunch of shit and like hanging up. Like I, anyway. I'll have to go into it. But uh, this episode, we're going to talk about systems that keep us sane, like Mm. the KonMari system. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by... 
Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like minded business owners in the members only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Okay, let's talk about systems, man. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about systems that we have in our businesses that have made us more money and have saved our sanity is kind of the thesis for today's episode. Um, so let's just talk about our individual core uh, structures and how like we keep the engine running even when we're not there. So I want to like preface this with I, I don't know that I ever knew that it had to set up processes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I don't know if you did either, but from like the day one that we were working together, like day yeah. one years ago, we, I almost want to say like accidentally set up a lot of really good processes that stayed with LMM. And then I like built on like um, what? Like Thursdays record batching, you know? Mm. And then like, how to define what an episode needs to be or, or the process to launch. Yeah. You know, to acquire a guest. Yeah. Yeah. All of those things are little, you know, I, I recently, um, tweeted, uh, I'm sure someone's tweeted this before, but it was systems is greater than goals. Mm, Yeah. Because honestly, like, if you have a goal, but you don't have a process at which to get there, then you'll never get there. You're just kind of, you know, mm. you have to do things incrementally. And it can also be this thing. You have to be careful to not create systems before they're necessary. Right. Like, what do you mean? I f- so I feel like you have to be either seeing that you will be pushing up against a wall mm. or be pushing up against a wall and she come up with something to like fix it because you could spend all your time fixing problems that that don't exist. Yeah. So it's like if you, Oh, all right, this is good because I'm thinking about something I've done recently. Oh, I know exactly what it is. I spent so much fucking time developing a process, a system for developing animated videos. Remember that Mm. recently? Yeah, you did. And I wrote this whole document and I had all these things like if this I did. Yeah, I did one video and that was it. And it was I should have just done a video, done another video, done another video, kept doing them and then slowly refine it into a process. And then it's like, oh, this is working. This is not working, whatever. If it's working, then start to develop it and then be able to hand that off to somebody else. But it's always been about. Not just systems. You can't know what you need to do until right. you've done it enough times to say that some of the things you did don't need to happen. Right. And uh, and the other thing too is I've you know when it comes to hiring um, team members, sometimes like you hire somebody to take over a task that you have you've done so many times that you just kind of have it in your head, mm. and you need to write it down for them and give it to them. But then sometimes you hire people to do a task that you've never done before and you let them come up with the, with the system. Mm. I'm sure you've done both. I don't know that I've hired anyone to do a thing that I haven't done. No. Do, do you, am I being uh, like, uh, tell hmm. me hmm. maybe I'm, 
Because you uh, know, I, you're right. I've, I've, but, but I'm sure people like. All right. Well, I think in our case, we're very fast to jump in and do it. Yeah, ourselves, we are. That like, it's not a problem until we're spending a lot of time doing it. Well, because we do everything, right? It's like mm. I, I think about people who don't do website design. Who mm. like the people who don't code their own website? It's like I don't. They don't have I, a process for it. Yeah, I mean, look, you could definitely run an online business without doing it. I couldn't imagine. Not Although it's it's getting closer and closer to the point where my skill set may be irrelevant. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, all right. So what are some things, what are some systems that you have in place, right? Let's talk about, uh, I guess, listen, money matters since that's the most, mm. you know, what are, what are things that people do that you don't do? And that there's a tight system that you can think of off the top of your head. So I am most proud of our, uh, writing and publishing process. Okay. Of which I am ninety eight percent extrapolated or whatever removed from. Okay. And and it has gotten so tight that uh, we are. I I feel that we are able to launch at the top relatively quickly and easily. Top like of Google, have, you mean? Right. Like we have really nailed down what we believe good is. Uh-huh. checklists and like hardcore who did that me you put it together mm. oh, i mean over the course of a while it was yeah and it's multiple iterations on multiple pieces you know and now you think have... yeah good i was gonna say stupid things like unifying pricing like everyone that works with us and does xyz she could pay the same hmm. right like so you have a kind of turnkey very similar to the e-myth. So our writing process, I believe, is as close to that as it could possibly be. Mm. For, for for me, or at least from my perspective. So one of your things is that you do not you don't write anymore. I haven't for a while. What is the ninety what is the two percent that you actually do in that process? So I go in and I, I improve things, I link things together, I add in affiliates. Why? Um, why? Because uh, often, and this is probably something like a process out. Right. Actually, somebody that you may know has suggested some ideas, and we may we may go with that. Uh-huh. Um, but often it's just been I felt easier. I just did it, and then part of that two percent is I still do research and still contribute ideas to like the queue yeah because i I, they're just things that i want so i'm i'm in the same boat Hmm. editorial wise i so so uh our editorial process for some university is i'm almost entirely hands off besides the fact that i'm the one who controls the queue of ideas and 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 does the keyword research kind of in in swim university, so yeah. So um, my editor has her own systems that she has put in place. Uh, they are all documented. If we were to ever work with more writers again, they're 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 kind of slotted right into the system. It's very turnkey. Um, we do like to hire good writers, people that can mm. kind of think for themselves and do their own research. But other than that, uh, the the articles themselves are very very tight process wise and the only thing that i do in that process is basically come up with the ideas mm. and which i think is what you do too like i want this article I come to up exist. with a mi- like 10 percent of the ideas oh so you don't even do all right so i do 100 percent on some university mm. because i basically just do a giant keyword you know you know keyword list in hrefs and my ideas are like Matt Matt is trying to create a budgeting article, so I guess we're going into pools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mine's more like, oh, we should be writing about pool paint because that gets a lot of searches. So mm. write an article about pool paint, you know, and that's and that's kind of where it that's where my idea ends. And right. then it be and then it becomes an article and then it ranks. So you know. It just kind of kind of works on its own. Yeah, it's like it's this. Nice. You you plug it in and well, okay. So you have 
Um, and I, I, I keep saying Melissa, but I know her name's not Melissa. I don't know. Michelle. I'm stuck. Michelle. You, you are it's stuck my sister's on middle Melissa. name. I should be able to remember this. I don't know the, why I'm so stuck on Michelle. Well, then do that. Just, just remember your sister's middle name. Michelle. So yes. Michelle has worked with you for a while, and so yes. she understands you and, and the brand and what is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but what sort of processes do you have in place on the actual article? Like, for example, are there a certain amount of images required? Is that defined anywhere? No. You know. Um, so we have a, uh, a very, very lengthy editorial style guide that has been published. And we are slowly we have we have two. We have one that's like kind of public for guest writers. You know, if anybody mm-hmm. wants to guest post, it's and the and the reason we did this was because a lot of people wanted to guest post on listen on sorry, on Swim University and we knew their articles were shit. And yeah. so I basically wrote this like, here's what I require for you to be a guest poster. Mm-hmm. And it and as soon as I sent it to them, they are immediately turned away. Because it's like, oh, you guys are expe- two thousand words. <laughs> no, yeah. I was doing three hundred at the most. Um, so we have this big thing, and then um, as Michelle was talking to our writers through Slack, she would say, "Oh, we have this. Uh, you know, this link to this website is not a good link, and here's why, and here's our philosophy." And she would write it all in Slack and send it to them. And I was copying and pasting that and putting it into a document. So we have this like huge massive document of our core philosophy on article writing on swim university very specifically and that is linked to within asana because we in asana we have a single project under the swim university team which we have a we have a different team in asana for every single brand so we have one for swim university one for money lab one for brew cabin um and obviously one for listen money matters but each team has its own project called Tutorials and Resources. And under that project is just links to either documents or videos describing the process of either article writing, how to create a headline, how to create an article, how to find where the images go, how to, how to add images, how to add affiliate links. All of this shit is documented. Yeah. Everything's an SOP, which is a standard operating procedure. So... We put everything into Asana. Everything. So you, it, once you're in there, my you're whole in team there. runs on Asana. The the editorial team does for sure. Mm. Not your whole yes. team though. I mean, if you're I still you're still team, piecemealed. I feel like. Uh, yeah. So I tried to go all Asana. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess over the past like five or whatever years, I built List of Money Matters using personally personally using Todoist. Mm-hmm. There was no team right. for a lot of it. And, you know, when Laura was in it, she would manage her tasks and I would just manage mine. Mm-hmm. I'm so ingrained in that. I, I can't really work not in that. Mm. You know, like I, I tried and I, I kind of like broke myself because I didn't know what to do or I don't know. I just have I have such a flow with this tool. Well, you're you're familiar with it. And the mm. thing is, is I don't want for me, it's about simplicity. Like I don't want anybody I want people to know what I'm doing. And the team works in Asana. Everything I do is in Asana. My personal shit's in Asana. You know, like take out the trash every Tuesday. But, but here's here's the thing is no one assigns me work. Like it doesn't it doesn't function like that. Why not? I I lo, actually Laura can give me work and then if she gives me work or if we have a discussion and work comes out of the discussion, I add it into my list. Yeah. But like the goal of having people on the team is to get rid of work. And so, well, okay. So I agree. So, uh, one of the things, so I'll, I just want to tell you everything that I use mm-hmm. because I try to keep things as simple as possible. And I remember, uh, Thomas had posted something about productivity and systems or something on Twitter. And I wrote, I use these three things mm-hmm. and that's it. I use Asana. Yeah, I use Google Drive mm-hmm. and Slack. Oh, I hate Slack. Now, I also hate Slack, but let me just explain how I use it because these are the three things I use, and that's it. And mm-hmm. I actually might have used, I, I might have replaced Slack with something else, but it goes like this. We have uh, 
four people on the team. So it's me, Michelle, who's my editor-in-chief for Sim University, and Brew Cabin. We have a graphic designer, and we have a virtual assistant who does basically customer service for Sim University, mm. answers emails for Sim University and Brew Cabin. Graphic designer does graphics for Sim University. Not, not to be... <laughs> I, I just kind of want to be an asshole. Go ahead. Who edits the podcast? Oh, sorry, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I'll be editing this one. <laughs> no, well, she's new. Um, and so you're right. There is there is five. So here's the, so the idea is like this. One, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, I, I am just, not too long ago, it was a team of four. So now it's team of five. Okay. So we have... Asana is where everything goes, right? right? We have a different team for each one. So Money Lab has its own team, which is just me and Stephanie and you. And mm. there is a project called Podcast, and there's an entire system for how we do podcasts, right? It used to be, you know, I would come up, come up, with, a, come up with a topic, and I did everything kind of haphazardly by hand. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I would create, like, a, I had a folder structure in Google Drive for how we created show notes, but it was like I was refining it. And it took me eight months to do that. And then when it came time to hire Steph to do to do the uh, to do the production of the show, meaning she produces the episode, she picks the topic, she writes the show notes, she does all the editing of the show. And I had that it was all in my head. Nothing was written down. And so I had to slowly but surely uh, go through my entire process and either videotape it using ScreenFlow. Or writing it down into a uh, Google Doc, which I opted for all video. So I was like, okay, first, here's what I do. I sit down and I do this. And all of those pieces are under the Money Lab team, under a project called Tutorials and Resources, specifically for Money Lab. And I have how to split podcast audio recordings, how to edit a podcast episode, and how to upload and schedule an episode on Megaphone. Like those are individual tasks that are assigned to staff right now. And there's videos within those tasks. I loved that idea. And I remember when we were talking, when we, we started working together again. Yeah. Um, and that was one of the things that I, I really seized on was kind of putting all of the, like the knowledge base in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think like, because you could do lists or whatever. Yeah. But, Mine became like a two-factor piece where like a lot of them actually have just attached Google Docs, mm-hmm. you know, and so you go to the documentation area, but it may yeah. lead you into... Well, so the thing is, is I am very in the mindset of one tool to rule them all, mm-hmm. right? And my tool is Asana because I've been able to hack Asana and not even hack. It's just, I've been able to utilize it in a way that works for me that the entire team and myself can live in. And I've been, uh, the amount of times I've been told to notion, you got to use notion. It's fucking Mm. awesome. Air table. I got on on the notion bandwagon and I deeply regret it. Dude, here's the thing. I understand the benefit of Notion. I understand that it's incredibly flexible. It was sold to me. Yeah. I bought it. And it's fine. I think it works for a lot of people. I have a team of five, team of four, including myself, mm. or, 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 you know, plus myself, where we all need to live and communicate and have all of our stuff at our fingertips. And so if, if Steph is working on an episode right? And she has a question. She can comment and tag me and I will be notified because mm. I live and breathe in Asana and so does everyone else because that's what we do. That's what we use because everything's one tool, right? If it's not Asana, it doesn't get done. And then I go, oh, do this. And then I can literally in Asana link to something in Asana. I can go, mm. oh, it's actually in tutorials and resources under this. And I can literally link it in the comments. So Nothing is like, oh, you know what? Go to Notion and search for this and do that. It's like, I'm not telling you to go to a different tool. I'm telling you to do it within the same tool. And it's just about organizing and compartmentalizing Asana and making it work for what you want to do. Because some things are private that are only for me and some things are for the team. 
Do you make your Asana for bloggers course or your um, SEO for bloggers course available to your team? Yes. Be- because <clears throat> you you say that you do the research. I was like, well, why don't you make them watch your course? Yeah. Like, like the first thing we we did, and I think that we fought, we hit like capacity with one writer. We add another. Mm-hmm. I think that we are just about at capacity. And I haven't talked to Laura, but maybe considering adding another one in. And one of the things, you know, I added all this documentation to Asana, like you said. Yeah. Came with these ideas to document. And now the first thing they do, it's like they want to work with us. And they've, great, show us some of your work. Great. Okay. Now read all these docs. And if you still want to work with us, then let me know when you're done. Uh Whatever. (laughs) But then they also know where everything is. Yeah. And that's what Asana's for. So, like... For example, we have a team called Ace Media, which is my umbrella company. The only two people that are in that are me and Michelle. And in there, I have a doc. I mean, actually, Thomas just texted me yesterday and asked me how I deal with personal to-do lists. I have a project called Personal that only I'm involved with, and it has all my credit cards, any recurring things I need to do, water plants, take out the trash. I couldn't get that to work for me. I have the same thing, and I, I literally asked you the same question. Yeah. That's that's where it broke for me. Really? Yeah. So I can, I mean, like, th- literally, I can tell you, I pay all my credit car- credit cards, my uh, car maintenance, every, every six months I have car maintenance that pops up, mm. I have pay the mortgage, my personal mortgage, my trash, take out the trash, send the rent. Water succulents is a different day than water non-succulents. <laughs> wow. Dude, I everything. Update Damn. my growth reports, update my budget, write in my entrepreneurial journal at the beginning of every month, journal every single day, backup iPhotos to Google Drive. Mm. I have everything in this one personal project that is like just ongoing tasks that recur every single week or month or whatever, day, whatever. Okay. Do you have... And I, I know, like, we have Thursdays for recording. Yes. We do two Listen Money Matters, two Money Lab, ads yep. if we need to. Do you use your other days in a similar fashion? No. Or So, so you're free flow, and Thursday's your only structured day. No, Monday's my other structured day. So twice a month, every – so every other Monday, I uh, – I don't think I have it. Oh, it's in my Ace Media here. Um, I every other Monday I allocate income and categorize in QuickBooks. Mm. So that comes up. Uh, so the next time I have to do it is February fourth. Today's the twenty twenty fourth of January, and so what that means is like I look at how many how much money I made between those two weeks, and mm. I allocate them to different accounts: my profit account, my uh, taxes, whatever, and then I just categorize everything in QuickBooks. So that's the only other like actual day. That I that I have, you know, planned out. Besides today, besides Thursdays for recording, mm. and then even like, so we have a, we have a project called Ace Media under the Ace Media team, which has like all our editorial, all our writers, all our contractors, their fucking uh, contracts they signed are all uploaded to it. We have their information, like everything's there. We have a, a an independent contractor template, so like when we do hire an independent contractor. We have the template built into Asana that we can just like access and send. And all of the things that we have stored in Asana are really stored in Google Drive, just connect it to Asana. Right, right. You know what I mean? Or upload it directly to Asana, depending on what it is. Google Drive is infinitely better than Dropbox. Not to uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, like, look, my my tools and the reason I chose that is because the reason I chose Google Drive over Dropbox is because simply Google Drive has sheets, docs, all the things that I, all the actual tools that I use in my business. And it's like, oh, it just like kind of seamlessly integrates with Google Drive. So it's the same price. It's not cheaper. So, so we inadvertently created this problem that now that we have it solved, I think is like the best thing. So, so in every episode, we're like, listen, money matters at gmail.com. Yes. And we have generally made ourselves contactable on the website with mm-hmm. that address or team at Listen Money Matters. And that used to go to a Gmail inbox. Yeah. I mean, or it technically does. And then, like, I would go in and, like, I don't know, do something with it. Yeah. That was, it was great when one person a week, what maybe, 
Yeah. Now it's like, you know, 20, 30 a day. And, you know, a lot is garbage. Um, but we had to build a whole process around that. Um, intercom. And it didn't have to be intercom. There's this thing called front or front app. Yes. That's like infinitely cheaper and essentially does what we need. But we're so deeply invested in intercom. Mm-hmm. Kind of stuck. Uh, like a team inbox like changes the game because people email me, but I don't need to answer or people email the team and Laura does, or I Mm -hmm. do, or it comes to me and I can add context for someone else or, you know? Yeah. That was, I mean, email has been, email is that one thing. And I've, I know I've talked about this on the show before was, and Steph had helped me with this. I remember I was still answering swim university emails. People would email, Hey, I've, my pool's cloudy, my pool's green or whatever. And if my VA didn't know, and basically the only system that she had was, hey, try to answer this question. And I had a little, I think a little write-up, like, hey, try to answer this question. Uh, you can use Google. You can use our website search. And if you can't find it, then just, like, default to me. That, mm. was, the, that was the system, right? So naturally, uh, you know, she couldn't find it on her website. She couldn't find it on Google. It defaulted to me. So I, I was answering every, you know, three times a week, I was answering a bunch of questions. Not a ton. It got, it was significantly less. But my goal was, how do I never answer mm. a question on <laughs> email ever again for Swim University? And it took someone else, Steph specifically, to go, here's how I would do it. You know, and she wrote, the entire process and you have a great process because it promotes the things that you sell as well yeah really like but that wasn't my idea that was steph's idea right you know and yeah so and i've talked about this before and i know i'll regurgitate it but the idea being that every time a question comes in start with this if the question is this do this if Mm -hmm. not do that and then at the end add in the book the sell the sell the book blah 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 we have a very simple version of that for Candace, but also we've met with her in person a lot, and yeah. so a lot of it has just been communicated. Well, the thing about it is you can't – you have to look at it this way. You have to say, okay, well, I can easily go in and solve this right now because that's what your first instinct is. It's to be like oh, – always. Right? But you really should solve the system because there's clearly a flaw in the system if something got leaked through, right? So mm. if a question came to me, you know, even in a, now we have the system. Candace knows I like to answer something. I know. And so she gives me what, like, baits me because I love that shit. But, but bullshit, dude. I do like it. But 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 I, I see your point. Like, if it makes it to you and it shouldn't. Right. And that happens. Then, then or there's a, things there's get a crack assigned, in the system. Right. Or they get assigned to the wrong person. Yeah. Like, that's when docs. You yeah. Know, that's why I love Google Docs. It's like this living thing. Yes. And you kind of have taught me this and how you approached your Asana piece is that, like, you update the doc and then you at them mm-hmm. that, hey, doc is updated. Give them the link. And it's done. And so it's just kind of all fluid. Yes. And you're never actually solving the problem at hand. You're solving that the problem even got to you in the first place. Right. You know? Um, so... As far as like the systems, Slack is the last one that I you know use Intercom for 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 email. I just use Gmail because we don't mm. we just have one team Gmail for like everything. So so Swim University emails and Brew Cabin emails and Money Lab emails actually all come into the same account in Gmail. Wow! And then Money, we just wait, all of them Money Lab at all different brands into one. Well, uh, two. Di- well, right now two. It used to be three. It used to be roasty, right? So, so you should super get front because it's cheap. Well, I don't need to because ah, uh, dude, really? Well, well, here's why: because we filter everything, so we label it. If it comes in from Hello at Swim University, then it's labeled Swim University. If it comes in Hello at Brew Cabin, it's labeled Brew Cabin. If it comes in Hello Roasty, whatever, labeled that. And it's the same. We have different processes for each of those emails. And so we have one person who goes in and knows how to answer those emails. Mm. And if and certain emails get forwarded, like the Money Lab emails get forwarded to me, but everything else doesn't. They get forwarded and, and archived and the ones that, that stay there and are controlled by my VA. What if I emailed Brew Cabin? Yes. And I was like, hey, 
love what you created. I sell all types of hops. I have hopsrus.com and I would love to work with you guys. Yes. What happens? So let's take let's not use brew cap because I don't there's not we don't get that many emails. We get like maybe mm. one a month, if that. Wh- whatever. So I mean, swimming diversity like this happens all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so but you feel differently about swimming university, but, but that's go on. true. But but for now, I mean there's there's a process for that too. But for now, swimming university, I sometimes those things slip through the cracks where mm. You know, it's like, oh, this is not in the document. I actually don't know what to do here because this is not, you know. And so I get that. And so I have to sit there. How do you get it, though? Uh, through Asana. Oh, so when there's an email that can't be answered, they create an Asana thing for you. Yep. Mm. And then I and then she stars it in Gmail. And so I log into Gmail and I see that star. And I only have to deal with that one starred email. Mm. And then I'm done. And then I check it off in Asana, but and she you knows. See, you see the whole inbox. But I try to not look at the <laughs> inbox. I know. I just mm, I look at the. Bullshit. That's why the star is there. The star is there for me to keep my eyes focused on that one thing. Mm. And I will look at it and go and make a decision. This is something I need to know about, and so I will create that task, or I will create. I will update the document to say, "Hey, if an email comes in that's like this, and here's the language they use, or whatever, whatever I, you know, then then send to me, and literally copy and paste the email in Asana or something. I haven't, you know, I'd have to come up with that system at the time, but for the most part, like you know, it's people who just want to fucking link." Mm. They want to pay for a link. Oh, and it's we, I have a line in the dock. Like if they want anything like that, like yeah. just close it. And if they yeah. ask twice, ban them. Yeah. And then they can't even email us again. Like if you say, hey, I have a guest post and we just, we close that. We yep. don't reply. Done. If you follow up, just want to remind you that I want a guest post, we block you. Right. Like, like yeah, we, I don't care if you want to offer us a million dollars in the future. We just won't get it. Same thing. So, that was, I mean, like, those are basically, like, the systems that I use. Slack is the, the only thing we use Slack for, and I open it maybe once a week, if not twice a week, mm. is just to talk in real time, if I need to do that. But my systems are so tight right now that I rarely get asked any questions. Because if I do, that means there's a problem with the system and not, you know, me. I don't ever mm. want to be a bottleneck. And that's kind of the whole thing. And that's, it's really like, it, it doesn't, and even if you are a solopreneur, I think that you still need to create systems for yourself. Like I had a system for podcasting and I was doing everything myself. Oh yeah, dude. Like every week, I, and I don't know if you have a similar thing. I know Asana has similar like ways to handle this, but every week on Sunday, I have a task to process what next week will be. And Mm. and for me, that implies whatever didn't happen in the previous week. Mm. So I have like all this overdue shit. Every week I have overdue stuff. And then that either gets slotted into next week or maybe it just doesn't need to happen. Right. And as a one person team, and this is like a getting things done is talent. Yeah. You know, uh, like that alone is able to like keep me on track. You know, mm. I, I need to constantly review once a month. You I have go to. through everything yeah. and be like, is this still relevant? Yeah. What about before all this shit? What do you mean? Well, like when I just were... worked at a job, I just <sighs> got, showed up and I knew what I had to do. I just did it. Like, is... Because your job had systems or no? No, I mean, it, there, there, were, there were systems or, or you knew what was required of you. I, th- I think it was... I ran a team at Barclays, and it was it was easy to keep on top of people. I I guess I just kind of kept it in my head. I was yeah. young though, right? So I don't know. But what about your my business? Was... What about like listen, money matters in the early days, mm. like when you were writing all the content? Like what were you doing then? Um. So in the beginning, when you, when you got me into writing things, we yeah. had an agreement this week or this this day of this week you wrote, then I wrote or whatever. Mm. And, and this is where I kind of, and then we would only record on whatever day because of my schedule. That's true, it was Wednesdays. 
Right. And so that was, I was able to work from home that day. So we, we did that. And, and that kind of forced me into like, so now we record on Thursdays, but now Wednesdays I do all my prep mm. for everything. Right. Um, and just kind of, I've, I've fallen into this space of like in the beginning with listen money matters, I believe that commenting in other blogs and creating <laughs> links helped my site. Yeah. So during the morning commute, I built a whole process around making that so easy while I was on the train and whatever to just do this. Yeah. So you were just naturally prone to processes. I guess. Do you think that there's My dad a- made me read Getting Things Done. Really? And I was like, yeah. I mean, he didn't make me read it. He like gave me the book and he, I think he was just like, this is good. Wow. Or <laughs> sorry, sorry. He said something and, you know, it, it, it doesn't, it, the book is, doesn't seem that appealing when you look at it. Yeah. But I just read it. Do you, do you have a bottleneck right now? That you uh, like wish you had a system for and you don't. Yeah. So, um, I need to get. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't. I, I think I think my bottleneck is I don't really define things until they're like a misery. You know, like right. I do a lot of paper pushing. I do a lot of small, inane things that I don't want to do, mm-hmm. but you know I can't justify bringing someone on to like some stupid once a week ten minute thing. But I mean, a contractor, mm. you know, I hate managing people. Me too, which is why systems are so great because it kind of relieves you from managing. If the system is tight, then you don't have to really keep on top of them because if they're not performing the system, then it's just. Either do the system or not. I, I guess what what I may be building towards or what I am starting to see or feel mm-hmm. is I, I want to justify a person who wants to maybe who, who wants to build an online business like what I have built or businesses like like I have built. Mm-hmm. And they could be a not like a mini me, but they could fit into a lot of slots. Yeah. And then I could pull them into a manager. Like, for example, there's this Netflix show that I was watching last night with Laura called Seven Day. And there's these... Yes. Ma- Have you seen it? No, but I know what you're talking about. It's a, these massive projects, and it's seven days out from completion and what's happening. For example, there's this place called Eleven Madison Park that is the number one restaurant in the world, and they renovated the entire thing. And um, and, the, and the reason they were the number one restaurant in the world is there's someone in charge of the front of the house, yeah. and there's someone in charge of the kitchen. And those two guys are partners, and they just do their thing, and they each have a right-hand person uh-huh. who basically does far more maybe than – you know, they, they do a vast majority of things. You know. Do you think it's worth me watching that? you think I would like it? I – I think if you just watch the Eleven Madison Park episode, you will probably watch all the rest. Okay. I've I've only watched two. So okay, because it sounded like something I'd be super interested in. Because it is project management at yes. a scale. Like, dude, we're doing baby shit. Yes, it's just it's it's all about running a well oiled machine, and that's kind of like it, it's funny because I, I there's a there's a point at which I feel I'm bored. Because mm-hmm. I've processed out so many things that I used to do, and now I'm not doing them, and now I'm, I need to fill my time with other things. So, so that's my new thing: is uh, instead of like gaming or being an idiot, like I, I need to make time to go to the gym or whatever. Yeah, and so I need to create board time so that I can actually, yeah, not feel guilty going to the gym. So I will say that. As far as like my personal life is concerned, I do not feel right now, 2019, early 2019, I do not feel overwhelmed in the work that needs to be completed in my business. I I have a good roadmap for Swim University. I have a good roadmap for Brew Cabin. I have a good roadmap for Money Lab. I have a good roadmap for Listen Money Matters. I have a good roadmap for for Lasso. They mm-hmm. all seem pretty feasible. I just not going to take up a ton of my time. However, like we always talk about and all entrepreneurs, we could always be doing more, right? Mm. We can always be doing something else. So and how are you going to control your projects? Well, I've been while... slowly doing that over time. 
you know, like I've, I tend, you, I used to tend to like want to do all these big things. And now, you know, I, I, it's not like I'm doing you did them. them and you've realized yeah. <laughs> I, look, so, so swimming diversity is a really interesting case study right now because, and I haven't written about this on money lab, but I'm kind of, we're kind of done, you know, and I've talked, talked to you about this and, um, I don't necessarily agree. I know you don't, but but we're 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 saying right now that like if we were going to put a bow on Swim University as a project, then we are finishing out the year with a bunch of articles, and we are essentially saying, okay, this is a complete book, and we will just update it from time to time. I believe you're essentially saying there has never been a better time to create a pool website. Than <laughs> right now, because Matt's giving up. No, right. it's 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 not that. It's it's an experiment. Mm. And however, there is uh, a few pieces of the puzzle that I wish were filled, and it's like you know, I don't have the money to fill them right now. Mm. And one of those pieces is marketing. I really wish there was like a person in charge of marketing Swim University. And that what? there's a bunch of things in that. What happened to creating more courses on Money Lab? That is that is absolutely something I'm doing this Dude, year. Dude, like marketing Swim University, I think that we can both say Yeah. It and look, if you could figure that out and I would love to be a co-sponsor in figuring that out, which we will but, be. Because I will let's let's share a person in half, you know. Yeah. Uh, which which I would I would commit to, but the, I would be very skeptical that there would be someone that can fit. Like we are marketers essentially. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of why, and I and I really can't afford it right now. But because, courses. No, no, no. But courses, yeah. like that's that's that is what I'm going to be doing at Money Lab. That is. Mm. But I feel like I'm on top of that. You know, like the, the the fact that I can do courses in record time and and they're still quality and they're good. That is something I plan on doing this year, way more than I did in the last four years at Money Lab or three years at Money Lab. How many courses are you making in twenty nineteen? Four Lab? probably. Mm. One a quarter. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have idea. They're all they're all written down. They're all ready to go. Um, but there are, there are things I wish I had in place and, and not, to, but they may not, they, they may never be, or one day they will be, but marketing is certainly something I wish I had help with and just in general, because I feel like I'm a creator. I have somebody else who's helping me with writing because I am not good at those things. My other weakness is literally promoting. That's my other weakness mm. is getting on, you know, out email outreach, Twitter, Facebook, whatever the fuck, Pinterest. No, uh, you're like, good at that. You're just done slogging it out. You're of course, no, I, no, a hundred percent. I'm good at it. Doesn't mean I, I mean, but I just don't want to. I'm mm -hmm. good at answering emails too, but I don't. You know, got to run a business, not a. And I'm not saying I need it. I'm just saying it would be, it's a nice to have. And I, I'm certain that it would help grow the business. But, mm -hmm. and I'm talking about not just promotion, but conversion optimization, you know, improving the email list, all of these like little things that if somebody were entirely focused on this as a job, it would, it could certainly be better. And I know. We have another episode coming up where we're going to talk about a very specific piece of that, which I think is really interesting, and it might be a money lab experiment I do this year. But it's all a system; it's all mm. it's all based on that. So, you know, not all that systems, not all that different from habits, and it just is yeah. like often the the closest you can get to automation. Yeah, um, I mean that's ultimately what you're doing. Like, right? uh, literally, actually, we were out at dinner. Uh, last week for my mom's birthday. And I mean, whenever anyone asks me about business things, my eyes probably like triple in size <laughs> and I like hawk on them to talk about it, you yes. know? And my mom said something like, I don't know how you handle it all. Like you have so much things going on. And I was like, oh my God, I have so many processes. And I like, I didn't have time because we, I right. guess my family knows we have to change locations when we start talking about online business. Right. But, uh, like, there's no way any of this could be possible without systems and processes. Yeah, I mean, I I do feel this year that I, I can kind of, like, let go of the steering wheel a little bit 
and kind of mm-hmm. let it drive itself. It's like, because I've slowly but surely put all these systems in place. And now I am more conscious of this idea that systems are everything. You know what well, I mean? look on hiring. That is the difference between trying to get like an excellent deal or bringing someone on who has a brain. People often scoff at prices. $200. I could find someone who do this for a hundred dollars. Right. Like, then, <laughs> then do that. Do then do it right. right. Then, then get that person yeah. and ride them, you right. know, because that's what you want to do, right? You just want to ride them. Sure. Or you could bring in a real human being, mm-hmm. pay them a little bit more, and never hear about it because yeah. it's just completed. And that is the way I like to hire. Yeah. Now, but I've had to learn that. I mean, I've done the other side, and you've mm. oh, certainly same. done the other side. Yeah. Yeah. The the the. You know, the people who are not invested in your business, they're literally paid to be robots. There are people on Upwork whose hourly rate is like $3 and change. Yeah. And you feel like you're winning when you hire them and when they do nothing. Oh, I just I just had a guy email me who said the same thing. He was like, hey, I should have took your advice. I hired somebody to do an article. I paid him $100 and I spent way more hours fixing their mistakes than it would have cost me to just do it myself. Mm. You know, and I'm like, yeah, well, that's what you, you get what you pay for in a way. So for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I wish I had more processes. I, I know my business can be tighter, but it's pretty fucking tight right now. It's a, it's a pretty, it's pretty decent. And I kind of looking not for the next challenge. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying it took me <laughs> years to get here, but oh, yeah, you got to keep it in mind that that's like the thing you're trying to do, but. Um, you just get here. You don't have any gray hair. Yet. I got I got there in less time, but I, I, I think I have some gray in my beard. I think. Mm. Anyway, I have some red in my beard. Oh, me too. I have that. They're like, oh, are you Irish? I'm like, no, I'm just a uh, weird <laughs> Jewish. It's true. Do you have anything else you want to say about systems? No. <laughs> I mean, I could talk for days about it. I, know, I, I think I know. We, we nailed it. All right, good. Well, I want to thank Ryan Welch for my new middle name, Spigot. Uh, and of course, I want to thank Andrew Romandrew for joining me on this and every episode of Money Lab. Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges and email Matt at moneylab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on the show. And feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion. Yeah. If you like the show, <laughs> please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, leave a review. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show. Thank <laughs> you.